0: Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome
1: to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your
0: guide to the ever changing world of social media. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, brought to you by Social Media Examiner. I'm your host, Michael Stelzer, and this is the show for marketers who want to know what is new in social media. Today, I'll be joined by Natasha Samuel. And we're going to explore what's new in Instagram marketing. By the way, if you want to go deeper, be sure to check out our social media marketing workshops where you'll get in-depth training in organic and paid marketing on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And we'll go ahead and put that URL up on the screen, but you can visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash WS21. Again, socialmediaexaminer.com slash WS21 to learn more. And now for my guest, Natasha Samuel. She is someone you need to know. She is an Instagram expert and the host of the Shine Online podcast. She also has an awesome number of Instagram-focused courses, and she's been on my podcast, the Social Media Marketing Podcast. Welcome to the show, Natasha.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Mike. I'm excited to chat about Instagram.
0: So today we're gonna talk all about what's happened in the last month or so with Instagram. So let's start with Instagram Reels. Natasha, what's happened? What's going on with Reels? What's new?
1: Yes. So I think the biggest thing, and I think a trend we're going to see in 2021 when it comes to Instagram Reels is Reels is going to start to look even more like TikTok. And I think this means that they're going to start releasing a lot of really cool features, one of which is where they actually have the option to internally add a voiceover. Um, So there's going to be a mixed audio and a voiceover setting. I don't have it yet, but I'm definitely excited to test it out. So I think if you're doing a tutorial style video, if you're doing a voiceover, kind of narrating something going on in a reel, it's going to be great. You don't need to use an outdoor app anymore. You can basically do it all internally. And then we've also seen watermarks starting to be a thing, which is something that's very noteworthy with TikTok of course. And so now there's a little Reels a watermark that's going to be in the top left-hand corner. And I've also noticed if you go into Reels, you edit a video and then you save the video, your handle will now be at the bottom of the video. So kind of another kind of watermark type of content. And I'm assuming Instagram's doing this because with TikTok, a lot of content is coming over to Reels and I'm sure a lot of people are stout, still now wanting to put their Reels onto TikTok. So it's going to make that cross-pollination a lot easier while hopefully they're going to want to still get traffic over to Instagram.
0: Natasha, quick question on this uh, yeah. thing you just brought up. Is it only if you save it to your camera roll that you think it's going to add your Instagram handle or is it even when you publish it just directly now, it's always going to add your Instagram name on the bottom of the Reels?
1: Yeah, so I've only seen it so far if you save the video after you've edited it within Reels. Um, because how Reels is set up, a lot of the engaging functionalities, including the caption and all those details, are kind of at that bottom section. So I think that's maybe why they're not adding in the handle within natively within the app. I think they're thinking, if you're putting it somewhere else, we want the handle on there.
0: Mm, okay, cool. Keep going. What else is new?
1: yeah and also how you're editing your clips because that was definitely one of the biggest complaints I had when it came to reels is it was really hard to delete rearrange and most importantly edit and trim your clips so now it's gonna be a lot easier to refile and to trim your clips on reels Um, and then the biggest thing is shopping tags which of course we've seen we've seen it with lives we have seen it with IGTV we've seen it just with the format of the Instagram app. Instagram wants the interface of their app to be more shoppable, to entice more businesses, influencers, and brands to really use that as an e-commerce platform for their brands. So now we're kind of seeing where inside a real you can actually tag products that are on your Instagram shop, which I think is just an amazing feature for brands and businesses that have products online. It's really going to help them get more sales through Instagram which of course is
0: a great goal. Real quick question on the tags, shopping tags. Thing. Yes. For those that haven't done anything with tags, how does that work exactly?
1: Yes. So once you set up Instagram Shopping with Facebook and the Instagram Shopping features, um, you'll then have the option, similarly to tagging an account in a post or a reel as we're speaking, um, you'll have the option to go into your shopping catalog and search for different products. Um, I'm still not sure yet because it's it's still new. They just announced it whether it's going to be just your own products or if you're able to tag other products, which is what I'm hoping is going to be because that's a little bit more. Um, beneficial for influencers. We've kind of seen that with guides a little bit, Um, but that's kind of how the functionality works. So once the catalog's set up, it's pretty easy to search for what you want to tag and add into your Reels videos.
0: Can you also do that with your stories already? Or is that something that's not, you can, okay. Is it usually like just (laughs) a little button and then people know to click on it and then it just goes right to the store? Is that how it works?
1: Yes. So you can add a button with a shoppable item um, and you can choose specific tags. So it's great for if you have a a bunch of different items or clothing items, those different types of things, you can tag all of those. And then there's also an internal swipe up feature so they can swipe up and it's not for a website URL, um, but it will go directly to that shopping page. Perfect. Awesome. Um, And yeah, that last one is kind of related to influencer marketing and it's that you're able to tag if it is a paid partnership. So you're able to go when you're publishing your reels, you'll be able to tag any business partners. So if someone paid me to create a reel and it's a part of a partnership deal, um, it's going to make kind of following all those guidelines a lot easier. And I think when it comes to influencer marketing, reels are really going to be key because I've seen a lot of brands really shy away from using reels because it really works well when there's a person behind that video. So I think this is going to be a great way to kind of generate user generated content, influencer marketing generated content for your reels.
0: So what's your take on reels? Have you been actively creating reels? I'm just curious because I know a lot of people probably are just watching reels and not necessarily creating reels. Do you have anything to encourage people as to whether you believe they still work, whether the algorithm gave them a little bit of an advantage in the beginning and maybe now they're not as popular or are they getting more popular? Kind of what's your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. So my thoughts on Instagram reels is I think it is probably the single most important type of content you can be creating on Instagram. And I'm talking to product-based businesses, brick and mortar, personal brands, influencers, everybody. I don't think it's just for a personal type of brand. And I think there's a lot of reasons due to that. I think if you look at the Instagram interface, it's very obvious that they're favoring reels, not only in the algorithm, but the layout of the app, that center icon is now a reels speed. I mean, they're, they're like, literally like we're telling you what we want you to post. So I think with that perspective, yes, definitely want to be creating reels. But if I'm just looking at my content overall, I find that my reels have so much more longevity in the feed. I found that some of my reels weeks later are still generating thousands of views and comments and new followers. So the engagement is far beyond what my other content is getting, but I've also just found that overall, I think going into this, you know, new year, that shorter form video content is really what people are is going to be really appealing to them. It's easy to digest. You can rewatch it. You can go read some more information in the caption. But I've really found it's the best way to connect with people. And when Reels first started, I went gung ho and really was testing it out to see if it was worth our time. Um, and me and my friend, we did a 30-day Reels challenge. So it was like the ultimate experiment to see if it worked, if we were getting traction. And everyone that used it and are still using reels to this day said that they've seen so many results, whether they have a few hundred followers or thousands of followers. And even just during that 30 days, I got 5,000 new followers and that was in a six week period, which I think is pretty good. So I'm definitely on the reels bandwagon.
0: Catherine is asking us, what's the best type of reel to create uh, for products? Do you have any, have you seen anything? Do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Yes, definitely. So I think if there's a product that you want to demonstrate something, so maybe it's like a piece of jewelry or clothing, I think giving some inspiration on how to use it, how to wear it, how it is a part of people's days is a really great way to kind of demonstrate the use of a product. I also think that especially as small business owners, people are wanting to shop small. So show the behind the scenes of you packaging up items and going to ship them, creating the products. And I think also just value-focused content on Reels performs super well. So let's say that you create cookingware. So if you're giving 3 tips on how to use a certain type of measuring cup, for example, um, that's the type of content that performs really well on Reels. So just really actionable things that give people a reason to think, Wow, this product could actually solve my problem.
0: Do you think reels are going to outperform native video on Instagram? Cause you know, with stories, obviously they're only there for a day unless you put them in the highlight category. So do you think this is going to be like the new form of content? Most businesses are going to be creating instead of just, you know, 60 second videos.
1: Right. And I do think that stories are going to stay around. I think they kind of complement Reels really well because there's like a timeliness factor of it. They don't take as much time and they have separate feeds. I think that's why Stories performs really well because it's its own area and Reels is its own area too. Um, But for as for feed videos, unless it's in a carousel, I do see that if it's 15 or 30 seconds around that mark, it definitely makes sense for it to be in a Reel because you're just going to get more views and more reach that
0: way. Excellent. All right. Well, something else that happened was a change in the way search works on Instagram. Tell us a little bit about that news.
1: Yes. So Instagram, we know they have a history of wanting to see what's working on other platforms and bring it onto their platform. So they're basically, it's their attempt of creating a keyword functionality where you can search keywords to discover new accounts or types of content. So this might sound very familiar to a YouTube or a Pinterest. So I think this is hitting on one of the biggest concerns that people have on Instagram. They're like, how do I get my brand discovered? My product discovered and hashtags. Of course, we know they're important, and I think they can be useful in a lot of ways. But if anything, now that they're shifting to this keywords model, it's going to add a whole new way that you can be discovered. So right now, if you go on your Instagram app and you go to search, you'll probably see that Instagram starting to prompt you to add in some random keywords. Um, They've already said that it doesn't work on specific keywords. Like if I looked up Biden or something like that, it's not going to help. But If you look up cookie recipes, they're saying that might work. Um, I personally noticed that it's not working yet. And I have a feeling that throughout 2021, we're going to start to see the app and the keyword functionality just start to evolve slowly and slowly, because I think it's going to feel a little bit clunky for a while. But my prediction is that if it goes how they're planning, it could completely replace or become more important than hashtags.
0: Do you have any advice on how we can start maybe adding certain kind of strategic language to our posts or whatever to kind of get ready for something like this?
1: Absolutely. Um, I think if you're already doing SEO, YouTube, Pinterest, and you already know what those keywords are related to the type of content you're creating or the actual your brand, I think start jotting down those keywords and think of how you can intentionally be adding them in your copy. Um, I have a weird prediction, it might not even come true, but I have a feeling that if you're creating content on stories or even on reels in your bio, it might start to catch up on those words that you're adding in. The those sections natively within Instagram too. Maybe even IGTV now that that has captioning and transcripting. So just start thinking of those keywords and thinking of how you can create content around them and start to already add them into your content.
0: Do you anticipate that Facebook is going to listen to stories and reels and kind of, you know, magically transcribe them in the background And therefore, we might need to be intentional about the things we say when we're on video because those things will be, quote unquote, indexable. Do you understand where I'm going with that?
1: Yeah, I I do think that they probably have more information about our video content than we know. Um, I'm even thinking of Creator Studio. Um, If anyone's not familiar with it, it's actually Facebook's native social media scheduler. It's clunky, but it's also great in a lot of ways. And one thing that you can actually do is if you're under stories, You can search words that you've added onto your stories with text and it'll start to populate it. So I'm like, if it's starting to do that just within Creator Studio, like what are they doing on the back end? So I think it's definitely possible.
0: We've got a question from Caesar over on LinkedIn. He said, recorded or reels, uh, what's the best for the algorithm in your opinion? I'm assuming he's talking about like recorded video that you're just, you know, putting up on the feed versus reels. What's going to get more reach on the algorithm?
1: Yes, I think definitely reels are going to get a lot more reach. Um, I find that if they don't have the obnoxious TikTok watermark, if they look like they have the Instagram text, they will definitely get more reach. Um, Just for reference, my IGTV videos usually get around like 2,000 views, but my reels usually get over 10,000 views. And recently they've been getting around 40,000 views and hundreds of comments, thousands of comments and likes. So I think engagement-wise, definitely reels.
0: Do you think IGTV now is more of like a storage place for your live videos? than anything else? Or what's your thoughts on that?
1: I do. I've been kind of using it that way, um, which I think is a really nice feature. I do think that the monetization might give a little bit of a revamp to IGTV. Um, And everyone doesn't know what we're talking about. Um, For IGTV, um, they've been hinting at it for a while that they're testing out the rollout of monetization. So just like with YouTube, how you'll get paid um, via the ads on your videos, the same thing is actually going to be happening on IGTV. TV. So I think they're trying everything they can to incentivize people to create videos. And I know if I'm getting paid for an IGTV, I probably would be a little more inclined to do so. But I do think that IGTV is great for longer form content because in a caption or in just a 30 second reel, there's only so much you can fit in such a short form of content. So that's kind of when I use IGTV.
0: Are you seeing already ads placed into IGTV or before IGTV at all? I mean, is that happening yet? I haven't yet?
1: seen it. No, okay. and I haven't seen the monetization functionality. It seems like they're still testing it, um, so I'm hoping it'll be sooner than later because they've been talking about it for a while. Okay,
0: let's talk about Instagram DMs. What's changing with the direct messaging on Instagram?
1: Yeah, so I think DMs are starting to look a lot like the Facebook Messenger functionalities. So basically, you have the option to customize the color and the themes of your direct messages, which I think is a really handy functionality. Um, I've also started to see that you can actually react to certain messages with emojis and what's really nice is you can kind of save your signature reactions so i found that especially when i have an influx of dms it makes answering my messages a lot easier i have my branded emojis that i use the most often really handy and another functionality is you're able to reply to certain messages within direct messages um, in your dms so i think that kind of makes having conversations just so much easier
0: i love that feature actually i mean because That way, because sometimes you can have messages going on and they're responding to a message that happened a couple up. Right. And it confuses the heck out of you. Right. So that that threaded thing is super cool. Now, how do you actually save your favorite emojis? Like, what's the deal on that? Is that easy? Because I don't remember seeing that.
1: Yes. So when you go to react, I'm like trying to think of like my Instagram app, I have it in my brain. When you go to react to a message, you'll be able to see those emojis pop up. And there should be a little edit button. And that's where you'll be able to choose like your favorite ones. It'll like populate some that it thinks you'll like, but then you can kind of choose which ones. Of course, I have like a yellow heart, a thumbs up, those types of things.
0: Is there anything that you anticipate is coming or that you've heard is coming? Like you mentioned monetization on IGTV might be coming anything else you've heard any other buzz you have on what might be on the horizon with changes coming to Instagram.
1: Definitely. Um, I think that live stream video had a huge moment in 2020. So I think that it would be really awesome if they maybe add some new features and functionalities to give more options, like maybe being able to have four people live or different types of interactions. So I definitely seeing them possibly. I know they were talking about badges, of course, which is I like to kind of think of them as um, people when they're viewing, they can buy badges for their favorite creators while they're live streaming and they're kind of like tips. So they're like a few dollars. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a great way to kind of make some money. Of course, Instagram, just trying to incentivize us with money. That's like um, super
0: chat, I think on, on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So is that out already or is that coming or? That's it's
1: not- been tested. So a few influencers and people, they, they, I mean, Instagram chooses their little bubble of people to release it to. So it's still being tested. So hopefully soon.
0: Hmm. Awesome. Uh, Natasha, I know that you are going to be doing a workshop at our upcoming social media marketing workshops, a two hour long workshop called how to develop an Instagram video strategy with stories, reels, IGTV and feed video. Can you just give us like a 60 second on what people will discover from you there?
1: Absolutely. And I think just from this conversation, you'll see there's a lot of different types of video content to create on Instagram. And it can be really overwhelming to know how many different types of videos to create, how can you repurpose, how do all of them look differently, and essentially what to create for each of them. So that's exactly what we're going to be diving to. This workshop is thinking of your content strategy, what ideas you're going to be creating, how often you're going to be posting, and how you can holistically use all the different types of video to see the best results on Instagram.
0: Awesome. Natasha, if people want to discover more about you and all the great things you've got going on, where do you want to send them?
1: Yes, so you can connect with me on Instagram at Soul Studio Marketing, um, and I'm also on Clubhouse at Natasha Samuel. If you want to come hang out in a room, <laughs> I'm still getting my bearings. Um, and then you can just learn more on my website at SoulStudioMarketing.com. Um, if you want to learn more about Reels, I have a few resources, templates, and things like that.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Natasha, and folks. Don't forget to check out social media marketing workshops at SocialMediaExaminer.com/ws21. And if you want to add a podcast to your listening lineup, subscribe to my social media marketing podcast until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decision. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. The social media marketing talk show is a social media examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com.